The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If you have listened to Black Girl Gone since the beginning, then you know that Kara Cole's story was one of the very first stories that we covered when we started this podcast almost three years ago. Since then, this show has grown a lot, and I have grown as a writer and a storyteller. And because of that, I wanted to bring you Kira's story again, edited and re-recorded. Kira is still missing, and her story, in my opinion, still has not gotten enough attention. In the fall of 2018, Kira Coles was a beautiful, vibrant 26-year-old who was just beginning to spread her wings. She had begun working for the post office in 2015, where she worked as a mail carrier. Kiera had recently moved into her own apartment on the south side of Chicago and had just purchased a car. By all accounts, at this moment in her life, she was a happy young woman whose life was just beginning to take off. She was a typical 20-something. She was active on social media, especially Snapchat, according to her mother, Karen. And Kiera even had a boyfriend. Josh, who she had been with for about six years, and so life seemed to be really good for her at this time. Around that same time in 2018, Kira found out that she was pregnant, and although her and Josh's relationship had been rocky over the years, Kira was happy about the pregnancy. Her father told NBC's Dateline that she was quote-unquote excited to be a first-time mom, and according to Kira's mom, Karen, She had planned this pregnancy, so it was something that she wanted. Karen Phillips is Kira's mom, and by all accounts, she and her daughter were very close. Kira spoke to her mom every day, and so that's why, according to Karen, when she didn't hear from Kira all day on October 3rd, 2018, she suspected that something was wrong. According to reporting, Kara had taken off work on October 1st and October 2nd to take care of some personal business, which included her first doctor's appointment. And so, according to her mom, Kara took off those first two days, and like I said, she was scheduled to have a doctor's appointment on the 2nd, which is one of the reasons she had requested off. Karen said that she spoke to Kara on the 2nd, and she was happy after hearing her baby's heartbeat for the first time. According to Karen, during their conversation, Kira told her that Josh was coming over that night. And she was also seen by her friend, Makita Bryant, that day, who told Fox 32 that she saw Kira and that she had gone to her doctor's appointment and then to the WIC office. And for those who don't know, WIC stands for Women, Infants, and Children. And it's a government program where you can get vouchers for things like formula and milk and cheese for you and your children. And so on October 3rd, everything seemed normal, but Kira's mom had not heard from her that day. And when she attempted to call her phone, it was going straight to voicemail. She said she wasn't immediately alarmed that Kira hadn't called her or that her phone seemed to be dead, because with no real reason to worry at that point, 
she just assumed that Kira was at work and must have left her charger at home. But what Karen didn't know at the time was that Kiera had called out sick from work that morning, according to her employer. And there was no indication that anyone close to Kiera had spoke to her or saw her that day. And so after a full day goes by on Thursday, October 4th, Kiera's mom still had not heard from her. And her gut started to tell her that something wasn't right. She hadn't spoken to Kiera since Tuesday and her daughter's phone was still going straight to voicemail. Karen said in an interview that she gave to a local radio station that after not hearing from her daughter, she said that she didn't want to overreact, and so she waited. She went back to work and decided that she would go over to Kara's apartment to check on her during her lunch break. At that point, Kara's phone was still going to voicemail, but when Karen arrived at her daughter's apartment, she found her car parked outside of her apartment building. Seeing Kara's car parked outside put her mom at ease, at least momentarily, and she thought that something just must be wrong with her phone, and that's why it was going straight to voicemail. And so Karen returned to work, but her mom's senses were still tingling, and she knew in her gut that something wasn't right. She was still calling her daughter, and her phone was still going to voicemail. After checking her social media, Karen realized that Kiera had not posted on any of her accounts. And like I said before, Kiera was very active on social media. Her mom also said that she started to realize that there was no way that even if Kiera's phone was broken, that she would go this long without contacting her. She said that Kiera would have tried to call her from someone else's phone and tell her what was going on. And so clearly something was wrong and Karen was worried. Later on that same day, Karen decided that she would call Kiera's job to see if she could get a hold of her there. And when she did, she found out that Kiera did not report to work on October 3rd, the day before. Her job told her that Kiera had called out on the 3rd saying that she was sick and then she did not report to work on the 4th. And they assured Karen that the voice on the phone was definitely Kiera's. And so as her concern grew, Karen decided to also call Josh, Kiera's boyfriend, who we assume tells Karen that he doesn't know where Kiera is and hasn't spoken to her. But after speaking to Kiera's job and her boyfriend, Karen's concern for her daughter had turned to pure worry. And so Karen contacted the Chicago PD on October 4th to ask them to go over to Kiera's apartment to do a welfare check. But when the police arrived and entered her apartment, Kiera was not there. And according to her mom, neither was her phone, wallet, or car keys, despite the fact that her car was parked just outside. At that point, Karen was in a full panic. Her daughter was gone. Her phone was obviously dead. Her wallet and keys were gone, but her car was outside, and no one had heard from her. Almost immediately, police launched an investigation to locate Kiera. Even though there are conflicting reports, it has been widely publicized that Kiera's purse 
with her phone and wallet were found in her car, which, if true, adds to her family's theory that she did not leave voluntarily. And so Kira's family began searching all over the Southside Chicago neighborhood where she lived in hopes that someone in the area saw her or heard anything that may help the family or police locate her. They began passing out missing persons flyers and going door to door, desperate for any information that would lead them to Kiera and her unborn baby. But soon after Kiera was officially reported missing, a neighbor surveillance camera captures what at the time was believed to be the last known images of Kiera. But it would be years before the truth would come to light. Copilot is a personalized fitness solution. Every individual is unique, so your fitness journey should be too. Copilot's app links you with an affordable, real-life fitness coach who customizes workouts tailored to your individual needs and goals. No fitness fads here. Work out anywhere, anytime, and make fitness a seamless part of your lifestyle. You'll get a completely personalized workout with step-by-step guidance, Your coach continuously updates and adapts every workout to your goals, schedules, and injuries. My Copilot app offers a connection to a real-life expert coach. Workout plans are tailored by your coach to be enjoyable and effective. Regular progress check-ins, support, and guidance. And the importance of accountability leads to consistency and success. Workout programs are designed around your specific lifestyle, and you have the ability to work at your convenience with or without a gym. I really enjoy how flexible the workouts are and the personalized experience that I get with the coach. And so I'd love for you to follow my lead to get fit and feel fabulous. Give Copilot a try to find out why it was listed by Forbes as the top-rated personal trainer app of 2023. Head over to go.mycopilot.com slash girlgone to get a 14-day free trial and 20% off your first month of personalized fitness with your own personal trainer if you sign up before February 1st, 2024. That's go.mycopilot.com slash girlgone to get a free 14-day trial and 20% off your first month. Sign up for the new year and let Copilot help you reach your fitness goals. On October 3rd, 2018, 26-year-old Kara Coles disappeared from Chicago, Illinois. At the time, she was three months pregnant. And as the investigation began, it was becoming more and more difficult to find the missing pieces of this mystery. As her family reached the one-week mark since Kiera was last seen, the urgency to find her was increasing, and they had been combing the area looking for any information they could that could help them find Kiera. But after several days with no information, a neighbor surveillance video was released to the public. And in this video, you can see a young Black woman walking down the street near where Kiera's apartment is located. The video is not the best quality, but what can be seen is that the young woman in the video is wearing a postal uniform. The video is timestamped for October 3rd at 11.45 a.m. 
the day before Kier is reported missing by her mom. The video is alarming for several reasons. First, the woman in the video is wearing a postal uniform. And so it raised questions about why Kiera would be in her uniform at 11.45 when she called out sick that morning. The video also showed the woman walking past Kiera's car, which was another red flag. But once the video hit the media, the public started to take notice of this case, and Kiera's story began to gain national attention. Of course, with the introduction to the world comes rumors and suspicions about what happened to Kiera and who was responsible. Almost immediately after Kiera's story became national news, people started to look at her boyfriend, Josh. According to Kiera's family and friends, Kiera and Josh had been dating for about six years at the time when she went missing. They had an on-again, off-again relationship, and Josh apparently ended up having children with another woman during some of those off times. But by all accounts, things were fine between the couple in the weeks leading up to Kiera going missing. As I said, this pregnancy was something she wanted, and Kiera was excited. But because Josh has never done an interview, there's very little information about him, and we don't know if he was as excited as Kiera to be having another baby. Because as this would be Kiera's first child, Josh already was a father to more than one child. And so... Early on, Josh was considered a person of interest in this investigation. But Kira's family members at the time didn't think Josh had anything to do with Kira's disappearance. In the interview with the local radio station two weeks after she went missing, Keisha Phillips, Kira's sister, said that she didn't believe that Josh was involved and did not agree with the rumors surrounding him being involved. Apparently, Internet sleuths had begun to attack Josh and his family, accusing him of having something to do with Kiera's disappearance. One of the reasons the public was so focused on Josh had to do with rumors surrounding his relationship with the other mother of his children. Josh and the mother of his other children weren't just co-parents. It's revealed that Josh and her were actually in a relationship and that she might also have been pregnant at the time. Now, there is no way to know if that is true, but Josh's behavior throughout the course of the investigation, for many, wasn't that of a devastated boyfriend. In the weeks following Kira's disappearance, the South Side Chicago neighborhood where she lived was covered in missing persons flyers, with her face and description. Her family had been holding vigils and speaking to the media in an effort to keep Kara's story out there. But her family was getting more and more worried as the days and weeks went by with no signs of her. Her father, Joseph Coles, who lived out of state at the time, was traveling from Wisconsin to Chicago to assist in the searches, and he was sleeping in his car outside of Kara's apartment. On October 18th, 2018, Two weeks after Kiera was last seen, police made an announcement that they were now suspecting foul play was involved in Kiera's disappearance. Quote, based on the length of time of Kiera Coles' disappearance and the fact that she has fallen off the grid, police suspect possible foul play. We continue to get leads and are following up diligently on those leads, the Chicago PD 
said in an interview with the local news. In mid-October, two days before police released this statement, Kara's mom, Karen, spoke to a local ABC station in Chicago and said, quote, it's possible that she became overwhelmed by everything that was going on in her life. She told the Chicago ABC station that her daughter recently moved out of her home and entered the apartment. Quote, maybe something did happen where she was overcome with a lot. You know, when you are pregnant, you are emotional. I want to say that she just went somewhere and didn't want to tell nobody. And then she would just come home. But I don't feel that, Karen said. Now, this revelation, two weeks after Kira's disappearance, reveals that perhaps everything wasn't great in her life and that leaving on her own could have still been a possibility. I, however, don't see it that way. I think at this point, Karen is an emotional wreck who is simply trying to find out what happened to her daughter. And I think she wanted to introduce the idea that Kira left on her own as a way to ease her own pain because the alternative that Kira was taken is a far worse feeling to live with. We don't know whether or not Karen knew at the time about the police suspecting foul play, but my feeling is the same. It's also important to know that Kira's father said that she would have never run away. In the months following her disappearance, police continued to search for Kira, but still nothing. Her family during this entire time was also searching for her, just like they were in the days after she disappeared. Her family was determined to find her. In January 2019, over two months after Kiara's disappearance, her family and coworkers held a press conference seeking the public's help in locating her. Several people spoke at the press conference, including Karen. And when she spoke, she revealed that Josh, Kara's boyfriend and the father of her unborn child, was not cooperating with police. This information would only lend to the theory that Josh had something to do with Kara's disappearance. I mean, why else would he not want to help the police find her? But despite this, Josh still was not a suspect. In March 2019, five months after Kara was last seen, the police released new information regarding the disappearance. Kara at that time would have been eight months pregnant because she was due in April. And as those months went by, her family was experiencing a new desperation. NBC News reported that police had narrowed down a person of interest in the case. Previous to this, police had been very tight-lipped regarding this case. But they said that in the months following Kira's disappearance, they had searched in and around the city of Chicago and that there had been, quote-unquote, no signs of life since Kira was last seen. Quote, we have a pretty good idea of what happened. Now it's a matter of finding evidence. We are out of the opinion business. We base everything we do on fact and evidence. A detective's personal opinion, quite frankly, doesn't matter, a member of the Chicago PD told Dateline. They also said that, quote, a minimum of two or three people of interest were the last to see Kira before she disappeared. But two or three people? Now, we knew that Josh was a person of interest, but who were the other people? Quote, 
We've narrowed down our group here to a personal associate of hers, a friend, who was one of the last people to see her, the Chicago PD also said. These statements initially gave Kiera's family renewed hope that they may finally get the answers that they were looking for. When April 23rd, 2019, the day Kiera was supposed to give birth came, and what should have been a joyous occasion for her family, welcoming new life, was instead a painful reminder that Kiera and her baby were still missing, and they still didn't have any answers. Despite the police statement about the people of interest, no arrests had been made, and the family was getting very few answers from the Chicago PD. With each day that passed, the pain of not knowing what happened to Kara grew deeper for her family and friends. However, Joseph, Kara's dad, who quit his job and was now living in Chicago, is quoted saying in an article in the Chicago Sun-Times that, quote, All I can do is keep hope alive. I take my grandkids. We pass out flyers every day. We don't miss a day. By the end of the summer of 2019, Kira's family hadn't gotten any answers, and the police had said they still had not had enough evidence to support arrests. But police also never clearly identified who the persons of interest were, or any information about what they believed happened to Kira. And as the one-year anniversary of Kira's disappearance approached, the police didn't have any more updates concerning Kira's case, and it seemed to be getting cold. As the one-year anniversary of her disappearance came and went, Kira's family once again reached out to the media in an effort to bring renewed attention to her case in hopes that after all this time, someone would be ready to come forward with information. Kira's family held a candlelight vigil at the post office where she worked and pleaded to the public for help and information. At that point, Kira's case was still open, but police didn't seem to have any information or any new information about where Kira was. And Kira's mom believed in her heart that Kira was still alive. She told Fox 32 in October 2019, quote, until they show me a body, I believe she is alive. 2020 brought with it a lot of things, a pandemic, an election, but for Kiera's family, 2020 brought to them another year with no answers. The year goes by. April, the month Kiera might have given birth, passes. And they should be getting ready to celebrate Kiera's baby's first birthday. But instead, her family was still searching for her. In July 2020, Kiera's family again gathered outside the police headquarters to demand answers. Kiera's family was angry, understandably so. And her father said that, quote, no one is helping them. Quote, They keep telling me that they're watching these people and that they've got these people under surveillance, but they're not filling me in on nothing. Initial reports stated that police were suspending Kiera's case. In an email sent to the Chicago Tribune, they said that it was because they had exhausted their leads. But the CPD later clarified this and said that they were still, in fact, working on the case, along with the post office inspector general and the FBI. 
They said that Kiera remained a high-risk missing person with potential foul play suspected. But Kiera's family was not satisfied with the police's investigation at the time, and her father said that they had received little to no information about her case. In September 2020, Kiera's family and local activists held a birthday party on what would have been Kiera's 28th birthday. A local news station covered the event, and once again, Kier's family pleaded with the public for answers. In February 2021, after months with no new information, there was a break in the case, but not the one you would suspect. Karen Phillips gave an interview to a local NBC news channel, and in that interview, Karen revealed that the surveillance camera footage that had been used in almost every news story about Kiera's disappearance and was being used on her missing persons flyer was not Kiera. She told NBC5 that after two years, she was ready to disclose the truth about the video. According to Karen, she knew almost immediately that the young woman seen in the video was not Kiera. Apparently, in the days after her disappearance, NBC Chicago's Regina Waldrop said that she was in Kiera's neighborhood knocking on doors looking for leads when someone told her her husband had a video. He told Regina that the video was Kiera in her uniform walking down the street. And so Regina, like many others in the media and public, thought this video would be a big break in the case. Karen told NBC5 that the night she received the video, she kept looking at it over and over again, and she knew that something wasn't right. Karen stated that she saw the young woman in the video, but she didn't walk like Kiera. She said that she was smaller and shorter than the young woman in the video. The next day, according to Karen, she went to the Chicago police to talk to them about her concerns that the video image was not Kiera. And she said that the Chicago PD confirmed that it was not Kiera. Karen said that the police, however, told her not to say anything. Apparently, the young woman seen in that surveillance image was another woman who lived on Kiera's block and also worked at the post office. Karen said that she was afraid to say anything because she didn't want to jeopardize the case. But this raised serious questions. Why did the Chicago PD tell Karen not to say anything about the video not being Kara? What was the motive for that? And how did it help Kara's case by allowing false information to be attached to this case for two years? In June 2022, Almost four years after Kiera disappeared, investigators working on the case released new surveillance footage showing what is believed to be Kiera's last movements, along with a timeline of that night. Quote, at approximately 10.43 p.m., Kiera Coles was seen on surveillance video making two ATM withdrawals at a business in the 8600 block of South Cottage Grove the Chicago PD homicide lieutenant, said to the local news. Quote, Kiera, a postal worker who was three months pregnant, exited the business three minutes later. These are the last recorded images of Kiera, the statement went on to say. Quote, during the course of that night, Kiera entered her residence in the 8100 block of South Vernon. 
A man who police identified as a person of interest also arrived and entered the residence. Kiara and that man later got into her car and drove off with Kiara in the driver's seat. A few minutes after that, Kara is then seen on video using an ATM, and then an hour later, her car is seen in another part of the city. The person of interest is seen getting out of the passenger seat, but no one is seen getting out of the driver's seat. Quote, the next day, the person of interest is seen parking Kiara's vehicle near her residence before entering the building and exiting with unknown items. The CPD then said that after he left, he's seen getting into his car, which had been parked on Kiara Street overnight. Detectives said that they spoke to this person of interest and that he has given conflicting information to them about the last time he saw Kiara. The new information released seemed hopeful that at least Kiara's case was still being investigated. But over a year later, no arrests have been made, and Kiara is still missing. The story of Kiara Coles is very much still a mystery, and it's hard to understand how a case that seems to have a lot also has so little. Kiara disappeared without a trace and left her family devastated and without answers. The baby that Kara was pregnant with would be four years old now. And even though the new information was released about this case in 2022, it's still unsolved. And so it's important that we keep this case relevant. Kara deserves this. Her baby deserves it. And so does their family. Kara was five foot four at the time of her disappearance. She weighed 125 pounds and has a heart tattoo on her right hand and another one that says Lucky Libra on her back. She was three months pregnant at the time she disappeared. If you have any information about Kiera's whereabouts, please contact the Chicago Police Department. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Threads.